can gaze into the future. You might think life will be a breeze. Life, it's a breeze. Um, I need to get back on my Disney Plus. Like, I had everybody in their mom on my Disney Plus, and then I think I got a new bank account or a new credit card or something. And then I got the email that the fucking pay- <laughs> the payment was unsuccessful, and I never went back. Um, I need to go back. I need to go back and finish watching that so Raven. I need to tap in with Hannah Montana like I wasn't watching Hannah Montana. Do y'all remember the motherfucking, like, you would know what type of scene Hannah Montana was about to have, like, when they came back from commercial? It'll usually be, like, somebody jumping up and down, and then, like, it'll be, like, little flashes of the ocean. And she'd be like, if it was a happy scene. <laughs> if it was a happy scene. If it was a happy scene, she'd be like, ooh, oh, yeah. And then if it was a sad scene, wait, hold on. I can't think of a sad scene right now. <laughs> but I know that was one of them. And then another one was like, oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. What's, what's, what, what was the sad one? Oh, I got it. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, women and men, he, she's, they's, these's, this's, and those's. You are now tuned in to your new favorite podcast, the In My Opinion Podcast. Give it up for yourselves for being here. Give it up for yourselves for being beautiful. And give it up for us returning from our long-awaited hiatus to bring us here to episode 16 of the In My Opinion Podcast. Um, so much has gone on since we last talked. Uh, we got a lot, we got a lot to get into, but I'm going to try and make this as short and as sweet as possible for us. Um, so where to begin? Um, so Corona still, Corona is still here, still going very strong. Um, the last time we talked would have been episode 15 when I did the Dear Locals episode and what an episode that was, right? That was pretty goddamn groundbreaking for the podcast. Um, we went live from Instagram live. We had like oh, hundreds of people viewing the Instagram live. Um, right now, it's still the most viewed episode on YouTube. Um, part of me wishes I only did part of it live so that way I could have still garnered all those views on the actual YouTube video but that's fine um you know you learn that's a part of the process of growing growing your content or whatever you're doing your business whatever you do shit and you figure out what to do differently next time and ways that'll benefit whatever your business content whatever it is like you the more you do it and as time goes on you figure out okay next time i'll do it this way right so yeah that was one thing um i knew that that was gonna bring i knew that that was gonna bring an audience for sure i knew that that was gonna bring an audience because i was on my bullshit but but i tried to be on my bullshit with a cause and with a message that that shit still got lost and during that time, it was the height of the protests. It was during the height of the riots and shit going on, right? So during that time, I really wanted my message to not get lost and to get across to people, get it into people's head what I was getting at. Like, yeah, enjoy me roasting these racist motherfuckers, right? But at the same time, do you get 
like their microaggressions and shit. Do you get what I'm getting at with them? Do you get what, where they went wrong? Do you see this in one of your family members? Do you see this like at work? Like, do you see why this is not okay and how this could lead to bigger things and how this is shit that we need to change? And motherfuckers wasn't listening to that. Motherfuckers was like, oh, you talking about me? So motherfuckers. Oh, how am I going to address this? Um, There was a fake page that threatened my life. It was people from the real pages threatening my life. Uh, It was motherfuckers that... And then the thing about the people... I think the fake page was connected to the real pages, to be completely honest. I think they were all sent from a person. They were all sent from a person that I was talking about in the video. Now, I don't like that hoe, right? But, you know, I've been med- meditating. You know, I'm elevating. I done moved to L.A. Oh, yeah, you guys, I moved to L.A. I moved to L.A., so I'm not even a local anymore. That's why I don't even want to get too deep into this shit. But overall, motherfuckers have me fucked up. For a minute there, I thought I was caught up in wanting everyone to get the message, wanting everyone to understand what I was getting at, that I was very, like, you know, oh, like, this is what I was getting at. Motherfuckers have me fucked up. And um, now I'm kind of like, fuck that shit. You know, I was on some, I was in the middle of moving. I wasn't really talking about it. I wasn't really telling people, but I knew that I was working towards that shit. And I was scared Corona was going to fuck that shit up. But I kind of needed to do it because of my living situation. Like, shit was real. So I was just like, I'm really on the brink of moving to LA, bro. Like, I don't want to fuck up my blessings getting into this bullshit like the like you know arguing with motherfuckers getting petty like i was like this is not the time i really don't want to mess with my blessings and be stuck here looking at you motherfuckers another year so i didn't indulge too much into it um and i've been back and forth about indulging into it now but what i came to the conclusion of is what would that do for me what would that do for me? And nothing. Because you motherfuckers are nobodies. You motherfuckers is going to forever be nobodies. Uh, y'all, don't, I don't have to look at you motherfuckers no more. And then when I come in the city, I, I doubt I'm going to have to look at you motherfuckers. So, you know, when you see me, you see me. What's up? But other than that, um, yeah, bro. It's a lot of shit I would love to get into, but I feel like it's unnecessary, especially on my platform, because that's not even what I do here. That's the thing. Motherfuckers act like I just been talking about motherfuckers like all 16 episodes. Like, come on now. That was one episode. That was one episode. And you lucky it was one, motherfucker. And you lucky. Hold on. And you you lucky it was one. It was just one episode, motherfucker. It was just one. Be happy it was just one. So... But yeah, that was a time we did our thug thizzle. Thank you guys for supporting me in that. Um, but anyways, yeah, outside of that, uh, moved my ass down to LA. I'm out here in these streets. Woo woo. Um, still in school. Um, t- today I just picked out my classes, or last night, I just picked out my classes for next semester, and I realized, oh shit, nigga, it's about time for you to transfer to a university. So uh, I'm about to start application processes. Probably like tonight after I finish this, but so yeah, man. Um, everything's cool, cool. Um, it's it's been damn near. It's still pretty much quarantine. Um, out here in LA, they um, I, I work at a restaurant and oh my god, 
I work at a restaurant. Uh, I, I, I'll share a story with you guys in a minute about my job. But um, work at a restaurant, and they pretty much just shut down all the dining in. So, like, even though we have outside seating out here, um, they shut all that shit down because COVID cases are getting so high. And um, so, yeah, my restaurant just pretty much shut down when that shit happened. And then if COVID cases keep getting worse, they're going to, you know, do the mandated stay at home shit for a few weeks. So right now it's just no dining in for a few weeks amongst other shit closing like the gyms that have the outside and shit. Um, but yeah, we gonna see. Um, but speaking of my job, so. Well, first of all, when I got out here. I was just chilling for like a couple months. I didn't get a job for a couple months when I got out here, right? So I was just chilling, quarantining. And it was a great time to do so because Netflix had started dropping all of the great black sitcoms from UPN and CW. Now they got the Parkers, Half and Half, One on One, Moesha, The Game. But fun fact, I was already watching the game on Hulu because Hulu has all of the episodes of the game. Um, Netflix only has like the first three seasons, I believe, but Hulu has all of them. So if you stopped at season three and you're like, oh, that, that's how the show ended. No, that's not how the show ended. Go on Hulu and watch all of that. Um, another thing I was doing to keep busy was fucking... Listen, checking out new podcasts. Uh, and I would like to give a shout out to um, some podcasts right now. I want to give a shout out to some of the podcasts that I listen to um, in my normal rotation. So first of all, the JBP, Joe Budden Podcast. Uh, everybody on that show, man. I uh, love that show. Thank God they do two episodes a week. I'll I be needing that. Uh, and I'll tell you why in a second. JBP, The Read. Um, I just got into the 85 South search, 85 South show. And then because of them, I got on poor minds, uh, my baby Drea, uh, those women are funny. Uh, who else, who else do I listen to? Uh, I listen to whining weed sometimes. Um, that's really about it. So yeah, shout out to all those podcasts. I just want to give a shout out to podcasts in general because as a person who spends most of his time by himself, podcasts be like helping me. Like sometimes I get tired of listening to music and being in my head. Sometimes I just want to hear a good conversation. So I respect and appreciate the fuck out of podcasts because sometimes it'll get, get me out of my head. And it's that time of the year. I was ready for I was ready for a hoodie weather, but I forgot hoodie weather is also seasonal depression weather. And look at me. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I don't even got I don't even got a sound clip for that. But yeah, bro. I forgot that, you know, hoodie weather also means sun goes down in like four, five. And then most of the day is nighttime. So, you know, sooner it gets nighttime during the summer. I feel like I could I have the whole day to do shit like I don't have to get out of the bed until 2 p.m. It's not going to be dark until 8, 9. So everything I need to do, like it don't matter Two, I still got my whole day. But if I get out of my bed at two during this time of the year, 
it's about to be dark in two, three hours. So by the time I do two errands or handle two things that's on my to-do list of the day, boom, it's dark. And now I feel like, fuck, I'm ready to lay back down. Shit. So, so yeah, podcast helped me as a person who's always in my head and shit. The season, yeah, seasonal depression be real. It come out of the fucking blue. So shout out to all, shout out to all my uh, depressed and anxious people. Uh, we gonna get through this, and then and then Corona forcing us in the house is making it no better. So I've been uh before quarantine hit, I had got some new COVID mechanisms and shit, and I was doing really good for the most part. And then uh being stuck in the house and stuck in my room really started fucking with me. So I had to figure out ways to get out of the house. Started meditating. Started drinking tea daily. Uh, you know, you got to figure out what works for you overall. Um, I had to st- I had to slow the fuck down on the daily drinking, um, because that'll fuck me up too. Personally, I need to be in a sober mind, like, and deal with shit and get shit done. Another thing that I noticed, so I had the nerve. I was talking to my cousin and I was giving her advice. She, she was feeling depressed, whatever, whatever. And I was just like, well, have you been doing the shit that you need to do? Like, I know for me, I'm the most down when I'm not being productive. And at first, I might not always catch it. I might be like, oh, I'm down. I need a break. And like, I need to give myself a rest. Like, because... I know I'm an overthinker, right? So I go through phases of being like, okay, you're, you're always hard on yourself. You need to give yourself a rest. Um, it's fine. Let yourself rest for a day. Okay. And let yourself rest one more day. Okay. One more, one more, one more, one more. And then it, it becomes a thing of me just not getting shit done when I need to get shit done. Right. But I feel my best when I'm being productive and when I'm working towards, uh, for me personally, when I'm working towards things that are going to, for the betterment of my career, shit like that, that's when I feel the best because I'm not where I'm at. I'm not where I'm at. I'm not, wait, whoa. Okay, Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm not where I want to be in my life yet, but. So I always be like, that's what's getting me down because I'm not where I want to be. But what gets me down is when I'm not even working towards it, when I can't see it coming towards me because I'm not doing anything that's moving me forward towards where I want to be in life. So that's what really gets me down. And um so I was giving my cousin advice like you have you been doing the shit that you need to do to like be in a place where you would be happy. And she was like, oh shit, I started doing the shit I need to do with school shit and I started feeling better yada yada yada. And then um, I was just like, that's crazy that I could give that advice. But I, I where that be for myself. And uh, so, you know, sometimes in the midst of helping people through their shit or, you know, talking to people about their shit, you also figure out ways to help out yourself. But, yeah, it's that season. So all my anxious and depressed people uh, find you some good coping mechanisms. Don't. Don't start too many bad habits out here in this quarantine. I had to break a lot of my bad habits. I just got back into working out. Fuck. I am so. I am so. I am sore. I worked out five days straight. My whole body is sore, especially my legs, because leg day was the last day. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm happy, though. I'm happy I got back. uh, I'm happy I got back working out because I just wasn't fucking with it. And then usually it's just that first day. 
it's just that first day once you get back like it starts getting easier the more you do it so if you got something you want to work towards and you ain't been able to do it the hardest part is getting started so go ahead get started keep that shit moving playboy play girl you know what i'm saying you got this you got this uh but yeah uh so yeah quarantined for a while chilled in the house and then um kicked it whatever roommates is cool we drank a lot a lot a lot (laughs) and but i had to get a job and uh they gave me a little piece of a social life out here you feel me i got I, i was able to meet some people um i'm usually always too busy to kick it with my coworkers after work though i hate that for me because, you know, when you start kicking it with your co- co-workers after work, that's when work becomes more fun. Work becomes more fun when you fuck with your co-workers. And, like, when you, when, and especially when y'all hang out outside of work and y'all really cool like that, then being at work, it's easier when you fuck with your co-workers. But a lot of times they be last minute, hey, you want to come over tonight? I'm like, ooh, the way this essay at 11.59 is set up, that I ain't started. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, work is cool, but <sighs> motherfuckers go motherfuck, right? Let me, let me break this off. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <sighs> let me take a, let me take a motherfucking sip on this note too. <laughs> okay. So. As we all know, this year was an election year. Fun fact, I voted for the first time. Give it up for him. Give it up for him. He voted for the first time. We'll get into that a little later. So this is an election year. And uh, the Trumpers, they be out and they be loud and they be proud. Um, Like Trump people, they have the flags. They have the stickers. They have uh, the hats, the clothing apparel. I don't see Joe Biden apparel as much as I see Trump apparel. Like it's these Trumpers, they be out, they be loud, and they be proud, and they be wearing a clown nose on they they red clown nose on they nose. And um, the week of like that last week of October or those few days before November fourth was that the day election day November fourth November third whatever it was leading up those few days leading up to that. Uh. They was out. They was out like crazy. And um, we had a group of Trump supporters come to our restaurant. They come. They come. They're regulars. They're regulars for the most part. And um, they they actually, they're not, they, they don't give me no problems. I've served them before. They didn't give me no problems or anything. But look, this is before I ever served them and shit. I, this is my first time I've ever seeing them, right? So all I saw was the Trump shit. And I was like, oh, shit, let me let me stay my ass over here, you know. And um, the dude, the, my coworker that was serving them, he was like not talking to me. He was talking to somebody first. <sighs> There's so many stories I want to get into, but I'm gonna just keep it on this one. Stay on track. So he was talking to my other coworker and he was just like, hey, I Hey, I wanna, uh, I wanna write "Keep America, Keep America Great" on the receipt. If you're a server, you know that you know a lot of times you write "Thank you" on a receipt to you know make sure "Thank you" uh, uh, tip is right here. So go ahead and uh, handle that. 
20% at least, please. It's a pandemic. I'm out here. I'm out here. I can't stay on track for shit. But if you're going out to eat during this fucking pandemic, please tip your fucking waiter, waitress. We are out here risking our lives. Uh, For the most part, our hours aren't consistent as they used to be. Um, and we're lucky to be still serving. Well, right now in L.A., shit is shut back down. But not tipping your server during this pandemic is crazy because you could have stayed your ass at home or you could have got this shit to go. But you obviously like the experience of people bringing the food to you and like the whole eating out experience. So for you not to tip us is beyond me. And you know what? I don't like that. So don't be coming out here um, not tipping your waiters and your waitresses. But anyway, I want to write uh, Keep America Great Again on a receipt. So you know my nosy ass. I'm out the corner of my eye like, I know I know the fuck he didn't just say that he wanted to write that. I was like, he not going to do it. Time goes on, he writes it. Time goes on, he writes it. And then I remember him, like, expecting, like, a grand fat tip. I remember him talking about, oh, they like me, so I think this will really, you know, seal the deal. And uh, they didn't even tip that motherfucker uh, 20%. I think they tipped him 10%. And you know what? When you do clownery, the clownery just jumps back to bite. There was no reason for him to go all out like that. If that's not what you believe in, then why would you encourage? If that's not what you believe in, why would you encourage people to behave or like keep America great again? It carries more than just that term. It carries all the racism, all the misogyny, all the homophobia, all the transphobia. It can't keep America great. It's saying keep America the way that it has been all of back in the day. Back in the day, it wasn't really the nicest of places for everybody. If you weren't a white male, for the most part, it wasn't a nice place for all of us. So America's never really been great. So for you, so it came back up later. Um, I kept bringing it up. They kept saying, how are the Trumpers? How are the Trumpers? I was like, oh, he wrote, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, he wrote Keep America Great Again on a receipt. Everybody, what, what, what? And then, um. Uh, one of my Hispanic co-workers was like, oh, you know, you would have did it too for a good tip. I was like, no, because at some point you just got to, you have to have a moral ground. Like you have to hold your moral ground at some point. Like, come on, like you going to sell your soul for a fucking $20 tip? What's going on? What's going on with you? You okay? You know what I'm saying? So no, I wasn't fucking with that at all. But, um, and I've been looking at him sideways ever since. But I have a lot more stories about shit that be going on my job uh but i get into another time but yeah i'm out here working but i told you we we're sat down right now for like three weeks at the least uh covid's getting too crazy out here so i'm chilling at the crib i should be pushing out content since i'm chilling at the crib right but yeah, uh, speaking of Trump and shit, I voted for the first time this year. Um, I exercised my right as a black man to um, vote. And, you know, I didn't vote on for the last election. Uh, but I was ignorant. 
I was ignorant back then. And I will say between this election and the last election, uh, well, here's the thing. Last election, I was just like, I don't fuck with either candidate. Why waste my time? I felt that way this election too, but I realized that that mindset can be detrimental and could keep us heading in the direction that we're heading. You know, that's what got us in the place that we're in right now with Trump. So, um, and I also took multiple African-American history courses and I learned like about all the voters, uh, all the voter, all the voter suppression and suffrage that white people inflicted on black people and how they try to keep us from voting. So, um, yeah, I decided to exercise my right and get out there and vote. And uh, I felt pretty good. I felt like I did it for my ancestors, ancestors and everybody that came for came before me. Fuck, I can't talk. But but yeah, man, I hope everybody got out there and vote. Um it feels like most everybody got got out there and vote because it's looking like we got Biden going coming in. We'll give him a clap cuz we getting Trump out, but we don't give too much fucks about Biden. Now we just got to be on his head. Now we just got to be on his head. Now we just got to be on his head to make sure you feel me. He does right by us. You feel me? Um I like all the talk about not being I like all the talk about black people not being uh voting democrat just because we're black. I like the talk that you know we need to start making these parties do something for us. What why do they deserve our vote? Because Joe Biden really got up there and said if you're not voting for me, you're not black. Didn't sit right with me at all. And um I had to do an analysis on a Malcolm X speech, The Battle of the Bullet, and he, a lot of shit that he was talking about in 1964 still stands true today, and that's crazy. We should be, we've made a little progress, but we have so much more progress to make, and we have such a long way to go if a fucking speech from 1964 is still standing true to this day. Um... But yeah, um, oh, also, I went to Vegas twice in the month of October. Uh, I went for Halloween. I went for my roommate's birthday. Um, and I would respectfully like to for everyone to know, don't invite me to Vegas for the next 10 years. I do not want to go back to the 702. Um, I, I actually lived there before, you guys, and uh, I've... I, I always had the worst experiences there. And then these last few experience, experiences haven't been the worst, but they haven't made me say, oh, okay, I'll fuck with Vegas now. Okay. Like, no, I still don't want to go back. Please stop inviting me. But um, Halloween was cool. I was a fucking Ninja Turtle. Um, I did a DIY make your own shit. Yeah, I did. I did that. Um, the turtle show broke before I made it to the party, and that's fine. But uh, I'm a... <laughs> I got to post a vlog for that. Vlogging is so hard, but I, you got to really like not give a fuck to vlog. Like you got to really just walk around. Yeah. I'll be holding the phone way down here, being modest and embarrassed. Want people not to really not wanting to bring too much attention to me that I'm vlogging and shit. Uh, something that I'm working on. But speaking of Halloween, did the kids go trick or treating this year? I said, I want to know. Hold on. I'm going to call my sister. I didn't tell her I was calling her. 
uh, I'm gonna call my sister and I'm gonna see if her kids want trick or treating because of the pandemic. Because you know, uh, trick or treating is pretty important for the kids, and it's like their school experience is already being fucked up. So they taking away trick or treating too. I was debating if I was gonna tell her that I was gonna call her, but I was just like. And what the fuck are you doing? Okay, well, I let, I'd like to let you know you're alive on my podcast. Oh, shit. Well, how long, people? Um, I had a question. So, I was just talking about... Um, I haven't done a podcast in a while, so I was catching them up on everything. And I was talking about my costume, right? And then I was just like, did the kids go trick-or-treating this year because of COVID? And I remember um, Zoe and them was dressed up. So did they go trick or treat? No, they got dressed up. Y'all can't see her, but it looked like she got two face on a pimple. I fucking do so and so fucking way. I got a big ass pimple on my goddamn chin. Uh-uh. Anywho, oh um, they got dressed up. A Power Ranger and Zoe was dressed up like a unicorn going to church. Like no lie, God. Um, Shane had took them to the the brother's house and he had bags of candy like in the ground like already pre-made bags oh. in the backyard and the kids would go out hell no mm-hmm. go cough on their candy and shit hell fucking no and, and the candy was old as fuck because I tried to eat some and it was white <laughs> see, see back in my day we used to go trick or treat and we used to rob the other kids for their candy Uh, I don't know. The call's breaking up. I gotta call you back. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's fucked up. Cause I remember we used to steal bags and everything. And then I remember one year I was Shrek. That outfit was tight as fuck. And then I remember uh, it was this house that had like it looked like it was a fucking mannequin sitting with the candy in his lap, and they had the like the king size candy bars. And they said, take one or else. I'm like, shit, or else what? <laughs> so my badass decides to grab like a handful of candy. And they had all the key, like the good, the king size Snickers, king size Twix, king size whatever you want. Reese's, like the long Reese's, they had it all. So I said, shit. And then that motherfucker grabbed my hand. I must have jumped back. I thought I thought that was going to be the end for me. Um, so turns out the fucking mannequin was a person. Fucking with me, all the candy spilled all over the porch. And me and the kids, I was we just ran. So, but that was a, that was, <laughs> I, that memory stayed with me for life. That, I think that was like my last year going trick or treating too. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, make them badass kids stay at home. Shit. Uh, all right. All right. I guess we can start getting into some of the topics. I think we're caught up on a lot of shit. Uh, let me see. Oh, okay. So back to the election. Oh, uh, I kind of want to, I kind of want to hit on, uh, 
like the people that were fucking, uh, what is it called? What is it called? Like when Lil Wayne, um, endorsed, I kind of want to get on the people that were endorsing Trump. Um, real fast, real fast. Um, Lil Wayne endorsing Trump hurt. It hit different. Um, speaking of Scissor dropped hit difference since we last talked, it's a fucking amazing. Go ahead, drop the rest of the album, Scissor. Um, Little Wayne endorsed Trump, and that hurt. It hurt, but it wasn't. It hurt, but it wasn't shocking, if that makes sense. Because in the past, there's been a few things. I know that little when Little Wayne um shot himself and uh almost killed himself. I know that he was saved by a cop, so therefore his view on cops is like a cop saved my life. I don't know what y'all talking about, and that's completely fine i'm not saying that we all have bad experiences with cops or that we all have to look at cops a certain way but what i am saying is that your personal experience doesn't excuse everyone else's experience and it doesn't excuse the lives that have been taken from people for no reason uh i just don't understand how you can't well first of all in little Wayne, anything he lives in his own world this if you're a little wayne fan you know that he lives in his own world like for example um you guys know uh how there's a the producer wheezy there's a tag that said wheezy out of here for a long time little wayne admitted that he thought future was just shouting him out so it's no secret that little wayne lives in like his own world his own bubble that's what happens when you're somebody like little wayne a lot of the times and it's like kind of up to you whether you want to know what's going on and stay in the loop or not. Obviously, he chooses not to. But people are consistently losing their lives, bro. And um, shit like this is hectic and detrimental to our culture. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one reason why it wasn't shocking. Two, um, what the what the fuck did Lil Wayne has said some shit in the past before that made me say, oh, okay, he's uh, he's on his own fucking, he's doing his own thing when it comes to these black, oh, he said racism doesn't exist because he's a rich black man in America. If he's rich, like, how could someone be racist? Like, basically, like, on some real, like, I worked for everything that I got, so if you don't got it, it's your fault type shit. When it's bigger than that. Um, so, yeah, to keep it short and sweet, Lil Wayne, uh, that hurt for sure. Uh, Little Pump, it didn't hurt. Like, this man, anything for a clout type shit, you feel me? Like, he... Yeah, I don't know. Gucci Gucci wasn't even slapping like that. So I don't know why y'all why y'all even let him in the fucking culture. But yeah. Uh what else? Versus is still going and it's still going strong. Um the most recent versus we just had was um Gucci and Jeezy, and that was something I didn't think that we were gonna see or that we were ever gonna get. Um as someone who has read Gucci's uh, autobiography and is a huge Gucci fan, um, I, w- I was a fan of Jeezy back in the day. Like, my 
my aunt and my brother stayed playing uh, Jeezy. So I know a lot of Jeezy. Uh, you know, I've always been in the loop with celebrity shit. Like, I don't know. It's always intrigued me. So I know about the beef. I know that it's been going on for a while and how serious it had gotten. So it was nothing new to me, but it was so the verses was something that I never thought we'd see. You know, someone lost their life uh, and shit got real and uh, shit got real during the verses. Um, now, uh, the thing about this was I understood both parties. I understood where both were coming from. Right. So I understand Gucci on the fact that, nigga, you sent somebody to steal my chain, possibly take my life. And. I killed that nigga in defense, and I made it, and I survived. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna shut up about shit. Like, yeah, nigga, send somebody else, send whoever you want to send. I felt that on a spiritual level because when a motherfucker can't do nothing to you, or when they want somebody to come get you, they gonna send somebody. And as somebody who has had people sent for him multiple times, send who you want to send. But. And then not only send who you want to send, but just the the fact of a threat and the fact of putting my life at risk, we can never be cool again type shit, right? Uh, Also, so I understood all the animosity. I understood uh, all the behavior of Jesus. I understood that we smoking on Pookie Lope tonight. I understood that he had to let it be known, nigga, like... Yeah, this shit was real. This shit was real. Um, especially from dudes coming from the street. It's really real, right? A lot of codes. <laughs> but also understood Jeezy. Uh, it's been 15 years. Well, he was trying to say 20. Gucci was like 15. I understood Gucci on that. Nigga, be specific. Because, you know, it matters. No, 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 no. But I understood the fact of wanting to move forward. I I understood the perspective of that's not who I am anymore. I understood uh, the perspective of we got to be the ones to make the change for the ones that come up after us, Um, especially after the passing of King Vaughn in their city. Rest in peace, King Vaughn, by the way. Um, I understood all of that and I understood like, you know, the whole, the whole process of changing yourself and, you know, being able to withhold certain shit that if this was a few years ago, you would have had a different reaction to, but standing through it to get to the message that you're trying to get across to get to whatever you're trying to get across. I understood. So I understood both hundred percent. Um, I'm glad that it didn't end in anything crazy. Um, I'm glad everyone was safe. Um, I fell asleep. I didn't get to watch it live. I think that was, I think that was the last, no, I don't know. But either way, I knew I got off of work and I took a nap and I woke up. That shit was over. But, um, yeah, that was iconic for the culture. We needed that. Um, I'm happy we got to see that as a culture. Um, I don't I don't have a winner because I didn't really watch. But when I go back, when I go back, yeah, Jeezy shit hits hard. Like, I, yeah, I was knocking this. Like, this shit made me really want to go do some shit in the eighth grade. I don't know. I mean, in the eighth grade. When I was eight, 
this shit really wanted this shit really made me want to go do some shit when I was eight. Like I don't know, like I don't know, go fight some niggas. But Gucci won the marathon. If that makes sense. Gucci won the marathon. Gucci still has hits within the last few years type shit. Jeezy can't say the same. But when he was at his peak, boy was he boy was he at his peak and boy did he have a time and he's a pretty much he's a legend. Uh, so yeah, shout out Gucci, shout out Jeezy. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan has made her return back to music. And if you know me, you know that I love Jasmine Sullivan. I've been seeing her getting her flowers on the timeline with, uh, people saying she's the best singer on earth. Jojo did. Jojo said that. And I agree a hundred percent. I think Ari Lennox gave her some flowers. You know, I'm always giving her flowers. You could you could check. You could ch- go back, check the tweets years ago. Uh, I, I love me some Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, the first song was Lost Once or Lost One. It was great, but I knew that that wasn't going to be it for me. I knew that, you know, it's going to go great together as like when the album's together, when I get the whole album. Oh, yeah, it's going to hit because it hit. And then... uh. The second one was Don't forget to come in Pick up your feelings Is it pick up your feelings? Yeah Pick up your feelings That's so fucking hell And man can she sing Oh my goodness I love her so much And I'm so happy she's back She looks great Uh, She lost She lost weight And um, I just saw her In some Savage Fenty So she's you know, sexying it up for the people or herself or her boo. She has a boo. I'm uh, I'm guessing based off of the caption of that picture. Love you, Jasmine Sullivan. Huge fan. Cannot wait for the album, man. Um, so, probably the biggest story, the biggest, longest ongoing story since we last talked. Would be the Megan the Stallion getting shot by Tory Lanez. <gasps> I still have my Tory Lanez sticker. Do I have to take this off? Cause look, 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 look. When it comes to canceling, oh, it's eleven eleven. When it comes to canceling motherfuckers for shit, I do it. Okay, I took off all my Tory Lanez music. I still got a couple songs on there that that got that got away from me that I didn't catch, but I don't listen to them. I skip past them, and obviously, I love I love this man and his music. So this fucked me up that I had to cancel him like this. But I mean, uh, if oh, he shot, <laughs> hold on, bro, hold on. so 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 we've all i think at this point we're all kind of like at this point we know this she was shot or bullet fragments hit her something of that sort we knew that we know that they were leaving kylie jenner's house we know that um, it was four people in the car. Her, Tory Lanez, who was in the back seat with uh, now Megan's former best friend, Kelsey, and the bodyguard that was, or the bodyguard or driver, whatever, that was driving. 
uh, we're, we all know the main parts of the story, right? This is nothing new. We actually keep hearing the same parts and everyone keeps talking in circles around the parts. But actually, literally right before I started recording, uh, Kelsey went live and she also released the diss track. She also released a fucking diss track to Megan in response to Megan's shot fired um, on her new album. Oh, Megan's debut album. Megan dropped her debut album. Give it up for Megan dropping her debut album. Now, I personally thought Tina Snow was her debut album because I remember thinking, damn, why are you dropping your debut album when you still on an independent label? And then uh, I remember it took a while for me to warm up to Tina Snow, but once I warmed up, I fucked with Tina Snow. Uh, Cognac Queen is probably still my favorite Megan Thee Stallion song. Uh, ooh, ooh, pull up a foe. Ooh, ooh, stop, stop. So yeah, she released her debut album, Good News. She looked absolutely scrumptious, like with the with the fucking um, the fucking well, what's that shit? Newspaper. It was like just on her body. She looked absolutely great. She's been looking great, period. Um, but how do I feel about the album? You might ask. How do I? How you? Yo, Guap. How you feel about? How you feel about um good news? Um I don't think it's her best work. Um I think I I wish that they would have her and her team would have angled it a little different, made it a little more intimate, like as far as I know I know she'd be on her, you feel me? I'm strong, like, I'm a player, I ain't no weak-ass bitch, but I don't think, I don't think showing any, showing emotions on different levels and shit would show you being a weak-ass bitch, you know, um, so I would have liked her to tap more into, cause you know, the debut is your debut, but then again, I don't know. I don't know if here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. None of these girls are Nikki, so I don't know if I'm just comparing to the way Nikki did her first album or what. Oh, by the way, Nikki um, celebrated her 10 year anniversary of uh, Pink Friday. You know I'm a Nikki stan. So what you gonna do? Love the queen. Uh, she had her baby since uh, we last talked to. Uh, she's been looking good. Um, I'm assuming the album's coming 20. Look, look at me. Look at me. Just fucked all Megan shit up talking about Nikki. All right. All right. Hold on. But yeah, I just think I just wish she would have got a little more emotional with us. I wish that she would have tapped more into that. That. The emotions of losing her mom and her grandma. Uh, as someone who. Has went through a similar situation. I know that's. I know a song for that would have hit. Um, and especially like you know, yeah, it, it, it was just an angle that I expected them to go with it that they didn't go with it. But um, it's a lot of ass shaking music. 
um, body, yada, yada, yada. I know people are saying that that's annoying, but it's catchy as fuck. If I come across one video on the timeline, then it's stuck in my head for like a few hours. Body, yada, yada. And then the video is great. The video looks absolutely great. She looks great. The dance is catchy. Great. It's killing TikTok. Um, you know, I think she, I think it's fine. She, I think she's going to do well. Um, I think I just, I just think she's, I think she'll come stronger on her next project. Um, but you know, congratulations. Um, she also got nominated for a few Grammys four four Grammy nominations total. So congratulations, Megan. Um, we fuck with you over here. I fuck with you. One artist to the next. I fuck with you. Um, but the bullshit. So she got shot and, um, I believe her. I'm standing with her until otherwise. Oh, let me go ahead and take this. I'm gonna take this off right now since I'm talking about I'm standing with her. Damn. Damn, Tori. Alright. Damn. Um Yeah. So she got shot, Tori saying that he didn't do it. Um, I think he was like found. I don't know the court case. I don't know it worked in his favor or something. The nigga was moonwalking and shit. I don't really know what's going on, but I, what I do know is Kelsey just went live like tonight, like maybe an hour ago, and she was saying that uh, basically like she was basically replying to the shots fire song, and there's a there's a bar in there where Megan is insinuating or basically straight up saying like I know you like niggas that want me or something like that something along those lines and then she basically said no you were actually fucking with a nigga that i was fucking with first behind my back and we talk about bitches like that we laugh at bitches like that da, da, da. she actually made a diss song and i haven't listened to it yet so we're going to get into the diss song right motherfucking now we're going to get into the diss song right motherfucking now all right so this is my first time listening to it. I purposely waited to listen to it with you guys. Um, it's called Bussin' Back. Kelsey Nicole, let's get into it. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know how I feel about it so far. Um, okay. That's funny. Um, that's funny. Um, so far, I'm feeling like if you didn't rap before, why you rapping now? Um, you know, what is this? Are you trying to come up off of this? Like, 
what was the purpose? Do you think you about to, what is, what's the purpose? What's the purpose? Cause you replied to her shit in the live. So what is the purpose of this? Um, okay. Doing too much trying. Where I get this money from? Bitch, you know I was a hustler. Way she dip it in the wash. She said, "Where I get this money from?" But you knew it was I was a hustler. Doing too much trying. Where I get this money from? Bitch, you knew I was a hustler. Way she dip it in the wash. Should've knew I couldn't trust her. Oh, so so since she brought up fifteen oh one, so uh, Carl Crawford is over 1501 you know they're going at it with uh megan and 300 right so i wonder and you know who's been going in erica banks erica banks got her uh she got her uh nod from nikki nikki acknowledged her she does it's very early in the game and nikki has acknowledged her i will also note that since nikki has been back on the ground and and back on twitter and shit i ain't seen no interaction with her and megan but she's been interacting with everybody else. I've been seeing her in girls' likes. I ain't seen her in Megan's likes. She has not posted that album. Um, and then she also posted, um, it hits different when it's real, when she was getting her love from Mulatto and um, oh, Erica Banks. And then she also liked a video of Flo Millie. Um, so when she brings up 1501, it makes me wonder, do they, do they have a part in this? Could Erica Banks have been the one who wrote, who helped her write this? Interesting. So she's sending a lot of shots. So, you know, it was rumors that she was fucking with Tori first, which is why Tori was in the backseat with her, and which is well, uh, like a big cause of the argument. You know, they say the argument was about, uh, Tori pretty much said this too. They say that the argument was about uh, Tori flirting with Kylie at Kylie's house, Megan getting jealous, and then pretty much Kelsey like, wait, bitch, what the fuck? Why are you getting mad? It's my nigga. So. But you slipping on your Mac and are you lying to your label? Do they really know what happened? Who shot y'all? Cause you know it wasn't me. I was ten toes down whenever you had beef. It's a goddamn shame. All you had to do is clear your best friend name. All you had to do is keep it real and stay the same. But you switched up on me for the money and the fame. Who shot? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I am interested because I remember when Megan made her first initial statement or whatever, she said that she was basically like betrayed by her friends or whatever. So it's just like, what, what did Kelsey do to you? Uh, Kelsey's still saying she didn't take no money. Kelsey damn sure wasn't saying shit. So I don't know. <laughs> 
Money said so. <laughs> you an H Town hottie though, huh? Fuck out of here. Oh, they pulling that whole, they pulling that whole, you know, from H-Town, you from, like, the next town over type shit. They be doing that shit out here in, uh, in North and North Cal, too. They be saying Sweetie not from the Bay, she from Sac. But, I mean, she went to high school in Sac, and she said she lived in the Bay before. <sighs> All right, so that was it. Um, I... It wasn't good. I don't think she's going to be a rapper. I don't think she's about to catch a lick off of this. Um, but it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, I laughed. But overall, I just feel like what was the point of the diss track? If this is your former best friend, you don't rap. You don't make music. So why are you getting in the booth to make music to reply to her when you already replied to her on the live? Um, so that's where, cause, cause I kind of feel it. I kind of feel her. I kind of understand like her story kind of matches up. I don't know, <sighs> but then it's just like, what was the purpose of the song? So I can't figure out the purpose of the song, but yeah, Whew, this shit's interesting. Um, I well, we, I will definitely be stay tuned. For the rest, I just want everyone to get called to trial. I just want everyone to take the stand and see what the fuck happens. So, yeah, um, shit, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Um, I wanted to, you know, knock this shit out within an hour and we're pretty much done. Um, so everybody watching, listening, whether if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, um, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to, make sure you follow us and stay updated with all updates. Um, thank you guys so much again. Um, oh, okay. I should probably tell you guys the schedule. So right now we're doing every other week. So doing every other week, we're going we're gonna to do the pre-show on Instagram for probably about an hour and then we'll get things cracking on the actual podcast. Um, you know, I like to do the... I. I like to do the pre-show now because I'm by myself. So I like to talk to somebody here and there. Uh, but uh, I really want to do an in my anonymous segment, you guys. So if you want to send in something that you want me to give my advice to you on, um, help you out with, or just give my opinion or whoever else is on the show with me, our opinions about it. Go ahead and DM us on Instagram, DM us on Twitter, or go ahead and email us um, at inmyproductions.gmail.com, and we will do it on the show. So, yeah, um, the current schedule is going to be every other week until um, when we hit 200 followers on Instagram. When we hit 200 followers on YouTube, then we'll move it up to um, one episode per week. But until then, uh, we will do every other week. And, um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. This is the In My Opinion podcast. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah.